Gained the bros, always starring Jericho's. Welcome to the Ginto Bros Podcast. My name is Carl Ginto, and here with me today is Kendall Ginto. Hola. And our regular, special guest, making his return after one episode of Just Me and Kendall, Jericho Belmonte. Yo, crazy. <laughs> what up? This podcast is for the politically incorrect ignorant or downright stupid commentary by the Ginter Bros and the few that roll with us. So guys, let's get this started. Conor McGregor. What happened to him this week? Let's go. Details. Yo, he went wild. He did go he wild. He went buck wild. It was all over social media. All yeah, over social all media. All over everything, man. Reddit going Reddit. crazy. So what's the scenario? Let's go through this. So Conor... He uh, arrived at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Why did he do it, though? Well, let's go through what he did first, and then we'll say why. Okay. Oh, uh, so, basically, sure? when uh, the UFC fighters were leaving the press conference at Bro- in Brooklyn at the Barclays Center, he attacked the bus. He threw yeah. a fucking dolly. Yo, a dolly? Dollies people, are heavy. Yeah, dude. And they were throwing trash cans. They're throwing bike racks. Holy shit, bro! It was crazy stuff right there. But like, so the reason why he uh, attacked the UFC bus was that the day before, Khabib Nurmagomedov's Madoff's crew, they uh, were Nurmagomedov. Like, what? Nurmagomedov. <laughs> 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 yeah, so Khabib's crew was like Khabib. Yeah, come Khabib. He was what threatening or attacking? Uh... No, I what from what I saw from the video, he was like uh, saying something about like calling him. Like I mean, Connor's crew was talking shit like way before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attacking Khabib, whatever, calling him a pussy or whatever. Yeah. And then now that he has Khabib has a chance to obviously confront whatever the guy's name is, Artem Lobov. Yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, that's Connor's uh, teammate. Yeah. His boy, yeah. And then now he has an opportunity to, like, uh, confront him and then say, like, well, why are you saying this stuff about me? And then the Artem guy was like, oh, um, I didn't even say that, whatever. But then, yeah, he put his hands on him, kind of slapped him in the back of the neck and stuff. But, like, I mean, he couldn't do anything because he was surrounded by Khabib's crew. Yeah. So he had, like, yeah. a little backup. So that's pretty much, like, the background of why pretty so much Connor did what that. what I also heard is that they're like, oh, where's your crew or where's Connor, right? And then obviously Connor's in Ireland back home, and then that's why Connor came down to Brooklyn the next day to mm-hmm. show him that okay, the crew's here. Like, we're, we're, we're not scared of you. Or yeah, whatever. exactly. So, yeah, so he attacked. He attacked everyone, like the bus, because he was yeah. at that point he was probably just like blinded with rage. So yeah, right, because he attacked. They were going after his boy. Mm. Well, yeah, I think they knew that um, Khabib and or they thought Khabib and his crew and team was in was in the, was on the bus, bus, but it was just yeah. it was just the other fighters. It was just Khabib. Well, it was the fighters, but it was only Khabib and his manager. Yeah, that was on the bus. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's that's why he attacked that bus, and mm. he they so Dana White sent out. Um, I guess a, he sent out like a message or press release that the the cops were looking for Connor. Yeah, there's, and a, he warrant. Had a, warrant there's a warrant. Yeah, yeah, there's a warrant for his arrest. He, they told him that the his plane was grounded. He can't leave. So yeah. 
I think it, I think we all knew though at that point that he was going to turn himself in. Even Dana White said that too. So yeah. So eventually Connor turned himself in, mm. and just like recently, like a couple hours ago, yeah. he got bailed out for fifty thousand. Fifty thousand, yeah, yeah, which is pretty crazy. So like, right now Connor apparently has a chance to be in prison for like a long time. If yeah. All the charges go down. Yeah. Apparently, there's a. According to New York guidelines, um, he, he has a chance to uh, go to prison for eleven years for two of the felonies. Yeah, which is do we know? Crazy. Do we know what what the felonies felonies are? Or? Well, it's like something with assault, obviously. Yeah. Attempt obvi- to assault, and then he actually assaulted some people because it greatly affected fighters on the bus. Yeah, so, yeah, who are on the UFC. 223 the, card the card itself yeah right? so. which is tomorrow yeah like one guy michael chiesa was on the card mm. i guess he was sitting right beside that window that <laughs> you fucking that he fucking yeah. um the the glass shattered it uh gave him face la- Laceration, lacerations yeah. so now he's pulled out of the fight yeah. of his scheduled fight yeah. and then another fighter i think ray borg, ray borg yeah. he got glass in his eye yeah so mm. then he got pulled out of the card and then our love bob connor's training partner he was scheduled on that card too he got pulled because he's the one who kind of like, well he was involved with it he was but, involved with the situation yeah that led to connor doing all that yeah so he got pulled so that's three fights already that's kind of weird that Artem just got... just because of what do you mean what it's weird i think that at that point it's a like guilty by association well khabib kind of instigated his crew, his yeah, but what, too, what, right? but Artem Lola wasn't part. He wasn't a part of the actual scuffle. Yeah, he was, yeah, was, like he was in the bus. He, he might have, yeah, he might have been in the bus. He might have been like inside Barclays Center, or, like mm. in the train. Well, like yeah, there's no videos of seeing him with the crew. Yeah, I think so why didn't just, they take? Why didn't they take Khabib off since it's, it's his crew instigated the incident? I think I think at that point they're, they're still trying to sell UFC two twenty three. Yeah, so they just... You're not like, going to take everybody off. Then no one's right. going to watch it. But it was more... Well, Khabib basically started it, right? Was he the one... Did he lay the hands on Artem Lobov, though? Like, was he... Yeah, yeah. Was he the one who like slapped him? Like, I had, like, a, almost like a clinch. One hand clinch at the back of his neck kind of slapped him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so it that, depends what... If they consider that to be, like, an like assault. Well, you're game. touching him. Yeah, you're touching assault. a guy. Just because you're MMA guys... Doesn't mean you're like uh, absolved from touching someone. It's still, well, this touching considered like a like assault, yeah, right? Yeah, away. it is. Yeah, if you lay a hand on somebody, yeah, yeah. But then it's just kind of seen as like this uh, macho. Well, like, you it it depends. Like if the other guy, it's like, oh man, he assaulted me, and like claims that he assaulted him. No, nah, or like, if it was just more like aggressive, kind of like, kind of just like. Like Even still, there's thing. there's intent there though. Yeah, they're obviously have past the. But that's why it's so, it's, 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 so, it's so tough to uh, differentiate uh, aggression because you can't just like say, "Oh, he touched me." Does that mean like I get to retaliate or not? Yeah, but there's precedents that precedents that they they do not like each other. So if yeah. someone touches you, that automatically. Means but clearly, Lobov didn't say anything about Khabib, so that's why he didn't get taken off the card. 
No, I don't think it's that obvious. I think Artem got taken off. Do you, don't you of think Khabib would have said something? Do you think Khabib, Artem, not Khabib, Artem should have would have said something about? But everyone oh, knows Khabib, Artem's... Khabib did something to me. Then Khabib everyone would have knows been Khabib's Khabib's then. crew started it. Well, yeah, they were they at did. least it's part of video, it. So. They just didn't take him off because Khabib wasn't like he wasn't like the super aggressor like Connor was like in mm-hmm. comparison, and like, it yeah, affected yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't so I mean, that like, way. there's so much casualties, right? Because they couldn't, they wouldn't have. Uh, it makes sense that they took off Artem because his crew was like basically the crew attacked the bus. So yeah. if he still fought. It'll be like, oh, like it looked, yeah, it, it looked bad yeah. on their part. It'll yeah, look on that uh, on UFC as a company. Even though yeah. Khabib really should have been taken off if it was a fair. If if if, if the whole, but then it already passed the media. Like you already knew that Khabib did this to the Artem guy. Yeah, and then just so like nothing happened. Yeah, because like you said earlier, like they're not going to take off the main eventer. Yeah, because like, since, they're not going to sell. Exactly, like most. Well, we can transition. If we we'll transition to that later, that mm-hmm. how it really affected the whole card. But yeah, um, they they're not gonna take off Khabib, even though because he's, he's the headliner, right? Thing. You can't take off the headliner, otherwise you're not gonna sell your show. Right. True. Um, I don't know. I guess usually I think instigators usually don't get like they're they're a small they. Yeah, like they they're a small part of it, but then obviously if you are more more of the aggressor, you're mm-hmm. gonna take more of the blame, right? Yeah, but it's, it's it's kind of hard to see from Artem's point where he gets taken off even though he wasn't there, but it's his crew. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, like I said, it's probably guilty by association. Yeah, like he's as much fault as Khabib is, but then just, just because so happens he was... that his crew is their aggressor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that that just sucks. Even like like yeah. I said, the word itself like and he doesn't maybe get you paid, didn't obviously. do anything, but then it's your crew yeah. and you're part of that crew. So, so yeah, so, this yeah. puts like Connor in a situation where he might go to jail. He might not ever fight for the UFC ever. I think that's gonna be such a like a defining moment. Like this this itself. Like obviously everyone's disappointed at him. And look at all the the fighters that he affected. All their like salaries and stuff gets affected. So. Yeah. So what does this mean for Connor? Is like, obviously, if he goes to jail, he's not gonna fight for a while. But mm. is he just slow, solely like never gonna fight for the UFC? I think he. Um. When I saw everything, I've kind of just been like, yeah, I think he's done. Like, I don't know. I I don't think it's. I don't think he's redeemable at this point. Um. Yeah, like how can you do business with a guy who just acts yeah. that way? He took out he's, basically and yeah, like three cards. Even Dana he said it too. Fight, they're like three fights yeah. in an interview. There, uh, guys like, oh, would you, uh, would you, would you um, do uh, business with Conor McGregor in the future? He's like, and then uh, Dana White was like, well, but he didn't would, say would no. You? He literally he's like, well, would you? It's like, but he didn't say no. But still, like, but yeah, is it I a, guess it's more of a heat of the moment thing. But still, I don't know, man. That's that's just that's just like pat. That's just bad. Like, that's just bad. Like PR for the UFC, man. All together, even though he like, like, there's pros and cons. Like, he does bring in like business and revenue for UFC, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like, 
if if you're gonna act this way uh, as a representative of the UFC mm-hmm. and like affect and cause cause to affect their business as well, it's like I don't know. That's it's that's like risky on the UFC part to like continue doing business with you, right? Uh, but I'm gonna take the like devil's advocate. Like, if he doesn't go to jail mm-hmm. and he still fights, and they put on Khabib versus Connor, would mm-hmm. that not be a high selling match? So, I I think if if that is their plan, and in if the, that scenario happened, like how I laid it out, yeah, like he doesn't go to jail, yeah, I mean, like then it it's would be definitely gonna sell fights, and it it's gonna be huge. huge for the UFC, yeah. But there's so there's so there's gonna be so many lawsuits on him. He's gonna be losing so much money because all those all those people on the bus, maybe mm. even security guards who got yeah. injured like, or whatever know, like, from that incident, yeah. they're gonna all like press charges on him. So he's gonna be losing money. Well, they can also that. like reach an agreement too. That's how they settle. Yeah, they could settle. Yeah. Out. So like you don't get any prosecution or yeah. you, you just pay. You just pay the money. And I think most of them are gonna do that. And He's yeah, just smart, I do yeah. because he banked a hundred mil for the. But that guy lives a lavish life too, so you don't know how much he's. Yeah, but he also, he also saves money. up too. Yeah, it's not just that he had for that fight, but he also. Oh, makes after money. this, he's probably gonna lose sponsorship for sure. Oh, I doubt that. What? I don't you think, don't think he's lose. gonna lose sponsorship. Do you, do you think that? No, uh, Connor's massive. Well, do I, you guys think that any publicity is good publicity? I do. I don't think so. I do. I think. I, I think so. Definitely. I don't think people lost endorsements all the time. Manny Pacquiao's lost endorsements for his political views. Yeah, John Jones has lost. Anderson Silva has lost like endorsements. Anderson lost for steroids. Mm-hmm. John Jones lost for steroids. Mm-hmm. Manny because he said shit about. Oh, okay, and Connor because he did that and it's all over social media. He's not gonna lose sponsorship. I do like he's a separate. So. I, I think it doesn't affect so. his income. I do not think it will affect it that much. Mm. I think he will still. Like have it's gonna it. suck. I don't. Know. I don't think. I. I just. I think he lives a lavish life, and mm. I'm. I'm not sure. Like he. You don't think he's gonna he come has back? that much saved up as most people think he does. Yeah, but he continues to make money, even though he. This yeah. stuff happens. But I think he, he might. Has other he investments. Might be, I might think he might lose those or like sponsorships and all that stuff. Well, who? What's his sponsorships? Reebok, for sure. He, has, he does like commercials. Um, he has a Burger King commercial. He has that Burger King one. I don't think he has that high smile thing that's on Snapchat or Instagram. Yeah, I see that every day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's losing that. I I, I think he's gonna lose. Like if the more like people come up in like with losses and stuff, it, it's gonna be hard to like keep his sponsorship and I mean, people want to represent it, him I guess it, in, in time we'll see like what happens yeah like we're all all we're doing is just speculating, just speculating right what's yeah. gonna happen to yeah I don't think it affects his like celebrity though I think he'll continue making money no matter what of course all the all the bad guys like like Mike Tyson he still makes money and he's had like yeah like a bad boy persona and it's been uh uh been in trouble with the law as well so so I think Connor's the biggest like MMA figure ever, basically, right? So like I don't, from my understanding, my belief, I don't think even this incident, like if he doesn't go to jail, would affect him. But obviously, when he goes to jail, this is all done. Then it's gonna affect them, right? right? So I think 
So once he goes to jail, like, that's it? But, like... That's it, because he, he can't make money from jail. And he's so gonna be gone how about these lawsuits? Like, do you think everything's just gonna be settled? And it's... Well, honestly, no, I, like, I just said, like, if he goes to jail, obviously he's going to jail, and he'll have to pay money, but he'll still be in jail. But then if you settle, he'll have he'll to, He'll continue like, to make money. He'll continue to make money, but he'll have to pay... And he'll still be able to do a lot of things. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's, freedom, I right? think he's going to be losing more money than he is. Uh, but I think the, sure. the the thing that that uh, really shifts this situation if he does go to jail. Yeah. Then obviously. then it turns it upside down and stuff. So. Because if you res- like what, these fighters, what are they gonna ask? They're gonna ask for what? Hundred uh, k. Yeah, maybe a millions, couple maybe. But it depends on the charge, right? Yeah. It's not like Conor doesn't have good lawyers. There's always exactly. loopholes. So. Well, apparently, well, the post I saw, like, that was before the 11 years, the two felonies, there was also 20, 20, 20 charges of misdemeanor. And there was, right. like, a list of them. So, <laughs> so we don't know. That's, like, that could be, like, 20 people that said that that were part of the incident that's a lot of that's a lot of people coming up a lot of misdemeanors it, so but yeah. at the end of the day it's still a misdemeanor it's a misdemeanor so you can get past it yeah. it's not like you're getting hot like criminal charges just probably criminal charges though but yeah but you, like again you can reach settlements right yeah like no offense to ufc fighters they don't mm-hmm. make as much money as connor so yeah, definitely like if they ask high, for like when the highest well, paid you're not gonna ask for like a hundred million because mm-hmm. like that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. that's not damage you're basing it off damages done to you mm-hmm. and affecting your income so let's so you got to put that against what you make right it's exactly as... so no offense to these ufc fighters not they're not making millions anyway so let's say kiesa mm-hmm. puts uh charges he's gonna on. make what like that guy will probably make the, that guy will probably make the most out of all of those well, let's say what twenty thousand how much was he gonna make if he won? Wait, he's gonna make twenty thousand off of this? No, like what? No, like what, what does what he make his, from yeah. fighting? That's how you base it off. Yeah, you, you base, base it, it off that. what you would make if you had if fought, you were fought yeah. or how would it affect win or lose? Yeah. So like twenty thousand, he would make for fighting, and twenty thousand mm. because so his livelihood time, is. So you times that by two forty k is nothing to go. Yeah, that's nothing. That's how you base it off. Yeah. How would it affect your life and affecting your way of making money? I'm, I'm, wouldn't you be able to uh, ask for more for that? Like, I don't know. Like, no. Nah. Why? Like, why would it go off of just your fighting? Just your fighting wage. Well, I'm not. I'm, if you're I'm only, not if you're only, if you're only fighting just, like I'm, I'm maybe just, two uh, or three times a year. Maybe you're doing other things too, like maybe well, he has a, a separate job as well. Well, like, you base it off your of what you're gonna make for the fight, win or lose. What you make off the fight, how it affect your life and your fucking net income. Mm. Well, it'd be fight, I guess. Um, the Reebok sponsorship. Mm. That's I guess nothing. Paying That's like five thousand. Your manager and all that shit. That's part of all that. Cost. Like training camp. That's part of his fight shit. I would so say it adds not... up still. <laughs> no, no, he gets twenty thousand, and then he pays his crew. So he well, takes there's there's twenty thousand for his contract, and then if he wins, there's another twenty thousand. Let's say okay, let's say he's forty thousand. He gives like five, 000 and then he has that crew. Reebok sponsorship, which is not that much. That's mm-hmm. not much. So, so let's, let's say fifty k. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah. That's nothing. It's yeah. a car. He'll just pay it. I guess. I don't know. I think that's how you base your, like, charges. Like, how much it would affect you. Cause I get, well... Because there's other scenarios, like... I'm gonna bring up, like, Hulk Hogan. Like, mm-hmm. he's, like, a hundred million or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, when he got charged for his... When he went against Gawker, it affected his livelihood. So, that's why he got, like, ten million. Because he's, like, a millionaire on that status. Because so he it, already makes that much as... Exactly. His, his net or whatever. That's what his base is off. Mm-hmm. Then he he made more than it was more than it was like in the hundred millions. Yeah, like he he pretty much made Gawker. I'm just making a. He he pretty much uh, yeah. got Gawker out of business. Well, that's why I'm, I'm I'm making a thing because that's so. What is I'm, that his net earning? The one that he, the amount that he got Gawker out of business is what you're saying. Yeah, something like that. Something, but then like some that. guy like Kiesa who's not that. Mm. That's what I'm basing off. That's how you're basing you're basing off that person himself. Not. I guess I'm just saying like. I, I just don't think, I think with all those losses, I don't think he's going to be, he's going to be losing more money than he's making, and plus potential of losing business, um, partnerships, sponsorships, that's mm-hmm. what I think. I think right now, I think he's kind of in trouble right now, unless he does, of course he he's does, in trouble. doesn't, he's doesn't in get out of, if, if he like does like not go to prison then i can see he has a chance and if they do like somehow make this khabib connor fight happen i'm like okay um yeah then he's man he's just like got a second second chance at life because like i don't think he's done this is pretty bad this is pretty bad though it's bad but he didn't like it's not like he he murdered murdered someone i don't know but it's pretty bad like for the employer that's pretty much his main income well no offense here this whole business is you think you think Connor's bigger than the UFC is that what you want to say I do actually yeah I would agree do you think he's bigger than the UFC well he is now like after the boxing match but yeah, still yeah. that's still his thing like he had that one boxing match but what but you know what I actually think that he obviously he said I, I think he's like he was kind of like he doesn't really need UFC anymore but yeah, still yeah but yeah, like I'm just saying, like with those those lawsuits, I don't know. It's just like when numbers add up, I just think that could that could that can. Like I personally think he's not gonna fight for the UFC anymore, and I also think that he doesn't need to fight yeah, for yeah. the UFC anymore. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking no matter how much he loses, he can get it back right away. In Unless one, he goes to jail in one fight. Unless he goes to jail, obviously. Yeah. What fight is he gonna fight though? In, in well, he can go boxing. He can fight anybody. Yeah, just 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 to see just him he can make what 50 half of what he made against Floyd mm. headlining against anybody yeah. because honestly it's so easy to sell a bad guy exactly and like they said presses in boxing especially that especially guys like but wouldn't he be stuck on his UFC contract though then that that's when then remember Dana White was saying are you going to do business he could just absolve that contract yeah you could just fire him if you really wanted to fire yeah. him you can fire him but he's not gonna yeah, i'm do sure that. there's a clause that's what i'm thinking yeah. because like dana wants to keep him on his port payroll he does because he's fucking dana how much attention he's shit. doing yeah because like that's why if you watch any interview with dana white he never says that he's not gonna do business if you're on a contract but that's a, that's how dana is in general he's kind of just like yeah if you're on a contract 50, 50 you're gonna have stuff. to fight right 
You're gonna have to fight, or you have to. Uh, or you're gonna have to at least negotiate for. Negotiate for the fight, yeah. Exactly. So like Dana does, he's not. He didn't fire him. He would have said it already. Clearly, yeah. So it's either he fires him and he goes to wherever he wants, Mm -hmm. or he gives him a fight, which also make in the UFC, which also gives him money. Mm -hmm. So So I think the only thing really stopping Connor from making is he goes to jail. Yeah. As much as it's it's shitty what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but he can also wait it out because Connor's not looking for like an actual UFC fight anytime soon. Like yeah. he hasn't fought in what like almost well, he didn't fight two years now. <laughs> yeah, in the UFC. Yeah. yeah. In the UFC. But yeah, let's talk about like how he affected the card for the card, tomorrow. Yeah. So Kendall and I previewed the UFC two twenty three card, and it's greatly affected now. Um, a lot of shit happened. Mm-hmm. So we talked about how uh, yes, sir. Tony Ferguson got injured and he was off the main event against Khabib. Mm-hmm. And then they shifted Max Holloway, the 145 champion, to the main event. Yeah. And now he's gone because he was medically unfit to the main mm-hmm. event against Khabib. So he's not allowed to lose any more weight, basically, to make oh, 155. Okay. And then that shifted to Anthony Pettis. Yeah. To so why, why was he not a contender anymore? Who? Pettis. Well, Pettis was 155.2, and the medical staff did not allow him to lose the 0.2 pounds. To oh, make. Because wow. when it's championship fights, you either have to be below 155 mm. or whatever weight class of the belt is. Mm. But you're not allowed to be or on one past it. that belt. You can't be a little bit past it at all. Mm-hmm. Well, no. the The thing is, apparently, what they're saying is, um, he was asking for way more money than the UFC would pay him. Yeah, that's the story that, that the behind the scenes. Well, the thing is, you're saying the one fifty five point two, but Al I Quinta is one fifty five point two. He's the same weight, so yeah, could have still gave Pettis the fight. But I'm, uh, what what I'm reading what I'm reading from behind the oh, scenes. Oh, he just wanted more money. He wanted more money. USC is not going to pay him that much. Yeah. To do it, so they took him out. They're supposed to do Paul Felder, who's going to fight scheduled to fight I, Al I Quinta. Yeah. But the commission saw that Paul Felder is unranked, so it wouldn't make sense to put him in the title fight. So their last resort was I Al I Quinta, who's like a top ten ranking lightweight, and. Yeah. Yeah, he and he's he ended up being the main event, but he's at one fifty five point two. So it's technically if he wins, he's not he doesn't win officially win the UFC lightweight the title. Interim then? Interim? No no, it's it's only it only goes one way. So if Khabib wins wins the wins the fight tomorrow, he's he the actual the champion. champion. Oh, okay. But if Al wins, he's he's not, he's not considered the official champion. He just won. But he just won. But he's kinda like the people's champion, the yeah, people's lightweight champion. It's confusing. Yeah, a little confusing. Yeah. You make basically make up your own rules when it comes to like yeah. UFC, like that. When it becomes like a like a not like the planned fight. Yeah. yeah. So what other uh, matches, like the Ray Borg, his fight got off. Like, yeah, there's like three three fights out, three fights off, um, and like then Kiesa. the main and then the main event is just Some was random... changed three times already. So. In a week. Basically. Yeah, in a week. So, so yeah, like man. originally the card was thirteen fights, and now it's nine. it's like nine fights. Yeah, there's yeah. supposed to be. I like, think it's gonna be tough to There's sell. supposed to be fights on like their UFC Fight Pass, but there's not anymore. So it's just like a prelim and then to the main prelims, card. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, this card was like a shit show this entire week. Is Rose still fighting? Yeah, she's yeah, the main she's event. Cool. Main. Your girl Rose, not my Eunice. <laughs> the, the Rose, shout out Rose. Well, like, we're gonna watch it, but we're gonna watch it in different ways. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna pay you for mean, it, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> traditional. I don't know what you're saying. I hear you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna watch it on uh, UFC.tv. <laughs> Sure, okay. Uh, no, we're not. We do not endorse this. No, that's another official episode. Oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> we do endorse that. But anyway, yeah, this card is greatly affected. Uh, of course, it's going to yeah, take man, a Yeah, nine, nine fights, man. That's light. Yeah, starting from 13, especially with the shit show that happened this week. It's kind of crazy. All, all cause of all, all cause of Connor, so... Like, Connor greatly affected So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how... Uh, we, I think we should talk about that's, it. That's why, that's, that's why I feel some type of way with that. I'm like, man, this guy affected this card greatly, man. I don't know. That's why he's not... Uh, he's kind of not redeemable at this point. But you think... You obviously think it's wrong what he did. It right? is wrong, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course it's wrong. I think it's wrong, too. It's just mm. that like when it comes to the business and the money, mm. what he did affected him business right now, wise. business-wise... But when if he like so happens to come back, yeah. if yeah, that's like a big if. Big, big if, yeah. he's gonna be massive. If and he, and if he comes back and if he wants, mind to you, fight. there's no there's no statements from Connor yet. And like I said, there's precedence because John Jones did the fucked up shit he mm-hmm. did, and he people still love him after after the fact. After everyone knows he's wrong, but he's coming back mm-hmm. or whenever he comes back. But the thing is that John Jones him. never. Affected anyone's anyone in other cards. Not, not yeah, like it was it was more out it was outside of you. Well, like, he well, like that, with that pregnant woman, like he got, he got that, that card. He, he got that card with Dan Henderson canceled because he didn't want to fight. Because he refused it, but it wasn't anything. Well, that's an entire phys- card. It wasn't now. anything physical. Like it was just. Well, you, I think you it's more... just said it didn't affect other fighters, but he did. Okay, yeah, I, I, I no, but they just moved it to a different card, though. Yeah, but you canceled that date. And then you yeah, but they arena. they moved on to a different well, day, so they're still making money. Yeah, but that affects the arena. That mm-hmm. affects the scheduling because you're booking a event for that date. No, I think the biggest thing is just physical injuries done upon fighters. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, that's yeah, I'm more about thing. the physical thing than yeah. just right. Because it's all fun in games when it's like, when it's just you versus you're affecting like three other guys' lives. Yeah, yeah. That's now, the biggest like, thing with John Jones versus McGregor. Yeah, he took out like two, two guys at least. Yeah, which sucks. Yeah, directly, indirectly, it was like indirectly. Dennis John Jones did indirectly, Calder, but yeah. Connor was the more directly. Right, yeah, right, right. So that's why I can't compare them two, with what you're saying. <laughs> why I don't know, I don't get why you can't compare it because it's kind of the same idea, Not other than the physical aspect. Well, yeah, well I'm basing well, it off the physical. John Jones so. did fucked up shit. And yeah, but I was still outside lie. though. Outside, yeah. That was outside the UFC, though. Yeah, well, you got, like, so many cards canceled. So much fights canceled because he did, like, steroids. And you got to m- m- mind you that you have to, like, factor in those guys' lives, too. Yeah, you're affecting their money. Wasn't that, they- af- wasn't that after... That was after the... Wasn't that after the fight, though? What do you mean? The Cormier and Jones one? There was got the first Cormier at 200. He couldn't fight because he got popped. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then they replaced it with Ander- Anderson Silva, right? Well, that fucked the card and up. Th- that's, that card still made money? It made it money, but not as much as money. 
That's well, we want to know that now we're just going by hypotheticals now. It's we not don't know how much, more, how much money. more money he would have made. What do you mean? No one asked for refunds because John Jones wasn't there? Well, do you have the numbers for that? I don't have the facts, but then I know. So you're just saying it now. Well, what's your facts? I don't I don't have facts. I'm just saying. Well, they, you're saying they made money. UFC 200 did make money. Well, you, I don't I don't know what I'm saying they take away money. Well, whoa, whoa, how much money did they lose then? Well, they obviously lost money. If you lose money, you still lose money. But how much did they lose cuz John Jones Well, you don't know how it. much they made either. What the heck? So you're just you're just do, saying the same thing I'm saying then. Then why are you attacking me when I, I say they lost money, but you don't think they did lose money? You said they gained money. I said they. I didn't say they gained money. I said they still made money. Of course, you still make money because it's UFC two hundred. I'm saying they would. They lost their potential. Projected. Projected. Yeah, they lost their potential. If you said that, okay, fine, sure. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, obviously that they lost money because John Jones isn't on the card. They lost potential money. Yeah, like yeah. a lot. Oh, I don't know what a lot is, but. You know, I don't know. John Jones is John Jones is big, man. He's big. I know he's big. Okay, so anyways, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> let's get off this topic and uh, let's switch it up a bit. Uh, so uh, there's a few albums that came out in the past two weeks. There's Cardi B. Cardi B released an album. And uh, it's called in, uh, Invasion of uh, Privacy. So uh, I think we all listened to it. So let's... Jericho, what do you think about the album? I think it was good. Is, is it her actually first album? Is it's her this... first official album. A lot of them were mixtapes. And uh, she just list, uh, released a bunch of singles that are also on this album right now. Mm. So. The thing that I want to see from Cardi is to do... But not a lot of people do like albums with no features. Yeah. And I think that's such a, like, a proving... Like statement for your music. I think career. only J Cole's done that. Shout out to my boy J Cole though. Yeah. Anyways, I just think that it's good. There's a lot of features, but I would like to see her do more like, like her stuff. But yeah. I think m- more now than ever, I think artists just kind of like feed off of other people's vibes, yeah. and it's not wrong. It's just like musically, I think she's talented, but definitely the features make the album. Yeah, like from my, I don't know, like I like the songs like where she's, um, like she's, it's her style, you know, like she's it's hard, it yeah, like Bodak Yellow, obviously, yeah, Barty Cardi, mm-hmm. like songs like that. Then it sounds like this is a mainstream album, like it's like, oh, I get it, it's more commercialized than mm-hmm. what she released before this, and like I still like it, but you know, that's like. It's not her like persona. Her persona, her style. It's yeah. it's a studio album for sure. It's definitely a studio. Even album. though I like it still. Yeah. And I like songs like obviously Bodak Yellow, Barty Cardi. Uh Ring is like my favorite song on that with Kalani. Biter, yo. Biter, yeah, I'm a biter. But she doesn't write her own songs, does she? No. Does she, she have a ghostwriter? It's not Ghost. She just doesn't write her songs. Like, yeah, she has producers or whatever. Do, do we know who write writes her songs? Their songs? No, do we, we don't. Know? It's it's Ghost, basically. But oh, okay. we do know that she doesn't write her songs. So, did like, she admit it? Or did someone say it? Well, she's in the same boat as... Uh, she's basically a pop artist that writes... That, that raps. 
So, like, she's like a Beyonce, but then she raps. So, mm-hmm. it's like, when you think about rappers, you're like, oh, they're authentic. They write their own shit. Mm-hmm. But not all of them. But not all of them. Like, Drake obviously has ghostwriters. <laughs> he definitely has ghostwriters. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, she doesn't write her songs completely. She has, obviously, producers and ghostwriters mm-hmm. on that. Well, she she pretty much got fame from Love and Hip Hop, right? Well, she was on reality. I definitely didn't watch that. Her storyline is that she was like a personality on Instagram when it was when Mm -hmm. it first started. She moved on to love and hip hop. But did did she strip first or? Yeah, she stripped first. First off, Mm -hmm. and then she moved on to like social media, Mm -hmm. and she got beat. And then she got a huge job. I think she came to Winnipeg. Did she? She, Yeah, she did. She did. She come. She came to Winnipeg. Like really early. Yeah, early. Like when you were like, like in the bar like years, two years ago, ah, no. I didn't something like that. that. Like, what did she do? Like, strip? No, she got a, no, she didn't strip, <laughs> man. She went to uh, Citizen. Did oh she? yeah, she I did. remember that. But we didn't know who she was. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck's Cardi B? That's oh, right. And then Bodak Yellow came out. Like, holy Bodak shit! Bodak Yellow came out. But yeah, like uh, Drip with the Migos. Oh, like that, that was song. good too. Bodak Yellow, obviously. Yo, I do buy C- with SZA. Oh. Be careful. Uh, her be best life with Chance the Rapper. I like, I like it with Bad Bunny and J Balvin, the the Latino yeah, the, sounding song. Yeah, the, the Latino sounding song. Yeah, it's like you can salsa that shit. Yeah, obviously, Ring with Kalani. Oh, uh, I like so that good. song. Uh, through the, f- yeah, the I do with SZA. Mm-hmm. I like that song. Like a huge SZA fan. But yeah, like when she launched Bodak Yellow, uh, she made it was a it's basically a female empowerment song to me. Yeah, it's a, yeah, yeah. I would say it's a female. What's that line where it's like, uh, "You're a worker, bitch." Yeah. So like that song is like, they made <laughs> girls chat to that and like, okay, I like that just fuel empowerment. But it's like, uh, you kind of just work a nine to five like most everybody else yeah. too, though. Yeah. <laughs> So, like, I guess you're a boss. <laughs> but in this moment, while I listen to this song, I, to this song, I'm a I boss. feel empowered. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like, what okay, she was trying to get thing. at. And it obviously worked. I guess so. But, yeah, yeah this I think this album was hot. Like, you know what? Like, a lot of people, like, this mediocrity see thing, like, don't be mediocre or whatever. Most of us are mediocre. And yeah, it's not a bad thing. Think, like, yeah, it's not a bad thing. It's just, like, how you do with your mediocrity. Yeah. Right. Like I think people have moments of um, like greatness. Yeah. But for the most part, a lot of people are mediocre, man. Right. So yeah, uh, favorite song Jericho. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Ring. Ring. Kendall, did you listen to the album? I did. Um, I I think I like it's her. Um, uh, that's my favorite a, song. Latino song. Yeah, that yeah, one is. That I think that one's. Yeah. I think that could pe- potentially be her next single and like, like the, the yeah, summer hit, yeah. yeah. Cause that's something you like, like no, that's also chat. Though. What about like, God's plan? That's something. <laughs> that's something like they would play like at the bars, yeah. Or, like, in like, in, like patio going, and stuff. Right. Yeah, it would definitely get the crowd going. You think Bodak Yellow should have been on this album? Shouldn't have. Should it? Should it have? Shouldn't have been. Should it have? Since it's like a year. Oh, it's not in there. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's, but it's there for marketing purposes, like for mainstream purposes. They have yeah, to. because they because have to of this song, it already reached gold. 
Yeah, but then even more reason why to put it in the album. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so for marketing purposes, it's yeah, good. It's yeah, good it is good. Yeah. yeah. So that you could be like, um, yeah, you'd be like Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy comes out today. Yeah, with includes, the hit song. Includes yeah. uh, number one uh, single, Bodak Yellow, even though it released in like 2016. Well, that was just like <laughs> when uh, uh, Drake's last album, where he had um, Hotline Bling on it as the last track and that oh, came yeah, out yeah. Hall, a year came and a, it came, came out like yeah. a year year and a half before the album actually came it out came so out I think it's just a pure marketing strategy for sure yeah for sure right. you need uh, something to uh, the hook to promote yeah, yeah to promote the album yeah well, do you think this album was a little rushed because of the rumors that she was pregnant or oh so I didn't even know that yeah I didn't even know that either but yeah so there was a rumor that she was pregnant Offset? with Offset obviously and then right when those rumors came out, she kind of like was talking about how she's going to release an album. So she, what would it affect it though, unless she's doing a tour? That's what I was thinking. So if she's actually, no one knows if she's actually pregnant mm. or not. So like, if she's just recently pregnant, she can do a tour for like a few months, and then obviously she can have a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But you think it was a little rushed? Because of honestly, I had no idea. This I didn't was even know. Yeah. Well, if you put your placement back then until i still until i like started listening to the breakfast club uh podcast when they kept like talking about it every day about the lead up to her release Mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah i didn't even know her official album was going to come out i actually only find out because car posted it on his instagram the what the album yeah the downloading oh (laughs) yeah i was like holy fuck cardi b coming out album but yeah so like and she recently just uh, signed with Quality Control, so that's like the Migos and Little Yachty. Was it Quality Control Music? So that's their company. Yeah, so she recently signed with them. Is it Yachty in there too? Yeah, just fucking said that. <laughs> oh, did you say that? God damn. Yeah, so so they're basically on the same label with the Migos. QC. That's what it's called. Quality like, control. QC. Yeah. QC. Thank you, Joe. It's been getting good reviews, though. Like, it got 83 yeah. in uh, Metacritic. You think she's going to do better? Four out of five yeah. with other she's like, on Rolling Stones, The Guardian. So She's on next week. Mm-hmm. It's been getting good reviews so far. Honestly, yeah, Cardi B's just riding her thunder, man. Yeah. So, yeah. like... Uh, strike when the iron's hot, right? Yeah, yeah, true. Well... In the terms of like female rappers, where do you think her position is right now? She's just like a newcomer, really? or it's, should it's we be? Tough. Should we be comparing her to Nikki already? I think we always have to compare people with yeah. Nikki. So what is she like? Well, she kind of has a similar style too. With yeah. Terms, like in terms of the thing is that, and like yeah, well, rapping or rap flow. So I think any female rapper that is in the come up. Yeah. Would be compared to, to Nikki. To Nikki. Yeah. So she's the unless it's now. someone like uh, Young MA, yeah, like somebody that's actually a lyricist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I don't it's think tough. they're not in the same genre. Young MA. She's yeah, it would be like rap. Young MA is just saying rap. Yeah, and she writes her own just, shit. Uh, mainstream. She's like hip-hop. the their female hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. So right. it's tough to. I think. I think uh, Nikki is such a like a uh, a staple in the female rap game rap pop game that you have to compare anybody who comes into the rap game yeah to her yeah I agree but like where does this put Nikki in like oh as far does, as does it be like hey Nikki you have to release something soon 
I think she should always be trying to release something. Yeah, because she hasn't released. Well, she a released in a, a long time. couple songs last year, but it didn't really. But that was like with the the beef with the person right? with uh, yeah. Yeah. Ma. Ma, Ma, yeah. yeah. So what are you thinking? And even then, he featured. She featured like Drake, Lil Wayne. Yeah, and that wasn't as poppin' as the shit. Yeah. And that Remy Ma song was crazy. Yeah, Remy basically murdered her on that song. So. Yeah. So what does this put Nikki like? She she should. I, I think as a popularity, I think Cardi wins. Yeah. Well, as of now, I guess Cardi's. Well, that's, uh, that's somehow like Nikki comes up next week with a song. In terms of like, I guess overall success, Nikki's obviously still at the top. Yeah. In terms of accomplishments, career com- well, yeah. accomplishments. I think like yeah, even if they're on both, they they are both on motorsport, and I think Nikki like murders that song. Yeah, I think so too. So like, I see right away that Nikki's still better. As a, as a rapper. As a rapper, yeah. But then, as far as writing a thunder or writing popularity, Cardi yeah, as of right it, now, her clout isn't as as big as yeah. big as uh, Cardi B's is. Yeah. yeah. Until she like releases. I think, a single I guess, like I said, just album. because of social media in yeah. general, like if you're, like makes make a big hit in social media, people yeah. are just gonna follow you. Yeah. So she wish. I think she should uh, come out soon because like her they're gonna bring her name up whenever Cardi B's mentioned but mm-hmm. she should just come out anyway just yeah. to show sh- which she's still the queen of rap right mm-hmm. but yeah good album uh, what, yeah, do, you, what no, do you rank it like out of five oh. gintos <laughs> I got a four five gint four to five because I think it's poppy enough and like the heavy songs like Bodak Yellow, uh, Barty Cardi still get through, still like are super bangers, right? Yeah, yeah. 5 Yeah, I'd give it the same, 4 out of 5. Um, yeah, that's just off of one listen of yeah. the album. Um, yeah, if I, yeah, if I listen to it more, maybe it might change, but... Yeah, mm-hmm. off of first first listen. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'm gonna give it four point five gintos because my girl SZA, my girl Kehlani's on that album. So. <laughs> Your girls? Yeah, I love those girls. I actually like uh, Ring more than. Uh, I do. Than I do. It's I didn't really like SZA the... doesn't really sing. Yeah, I I, I didn't re- I didn't really feel that song compared to yeah. Ring. Honestly, yeah. like I was just listening to it randomly. I was like, "What the fuck is this one song?" And it was Kehlani. I recognized her voice. Yeah. Yeah way better than I do that's why it's kind of like number one for me yeah rings but I mean this is one's always good so yeah so yeah let's 4.5 gintos 4.5 good job so let's transition to our boy uh, The Weeknd The Weeknd so last week uh, on uh, what is it Thursday what is it Bad Thursday what do you call that Jericho (laughs) it's Thursday so yeah, like at midnight he released My Dear Melancholy. Woo! It basically goes back to how we House remember Balloons and, uh, and Trilogy. Yeah, how we discovered the weekend, sad weekend, emo weekend. And I love it. I love that he's sad again. Mm-hmm. No offense to this guy. Like I obviously I want him to be happy, but yeah. yeah. Uh so six songs, uh it's in what E P or L P E P E P to play it. So obviously the songs that call out my names first song, it's great. Love that song. Uh, 
it's basically about the album is basically about his past relationships too, right? So yeah, with Selena. Yeah, so let's get down to uh, like his thoughts and his lyrics on here. So, uh, what do you think about the album, guys? Like I said, I I I'm the weekend's a good artist, obviously, and then he really really started popping when he made like poppy songs. Yeah. But anybody that listened to the weekend before, it's this sound. Yeah, he was Ebo. So if you're a true, true weekend fan, you're gonna like House of Balloons. You're gonna like trilogy tracks like the tr- the trilogy, whatever. Yeah. Like Wicked Games, like anything like that. So I just like man, it's not only it's like it's good, it's like nostalgic. So it's weird though, like with the uh, with the weekend, there's like a divided on there's like a divided yeah, fan because, base with it. Yeah. Because there's one that like his older songs better than his new his newer yeah. songs, and then there's others that like his newer songs better than his older songs, so... It's hard to be, like... Because, like, when people say, like, they like their older stuff better, mm-hmm. it's, like... Obviously, they're on the come-up, and they're not going to be struggling anymore, and they're not going to be sad, or whatever. And anything that they put out is pretty much, like, they don't care, because now they have an audience. Yeah, so, like, when they get popular, they're not. They're obviously not going to talk about how they're sad and broke. So, like, I don't get that mentality where, like... You like their come up, but you don't like where they're up. Mm. They're like actually successful. Yeah, I think people kind of just see them kind of like selling out to the mainstream, like in like producers and labels and all. Or yeah, yeah, and all these like music labels and stuff. But I'm like, man, like it's, I think it's part it, of it. Yeah, like yeah, I, I just don't get it. Though. I, it just I think it's just like you evolving or just transitioning to this new. Yeah, shout out type of fame new fame next (laughs) level of fame you're in like like why do you like just like that he's sad yeah like for example with the weekend like you do you want him to be sad all the time like obviously i like the moon he was sad i like his sad yeah i like his sad like i at first like i hated the weekend what because i thought his songs were too emo yeah that's what i thought but then like like i listened to it more and more and i'm like Oh, I get where he's at. Yeah. It's, like, relatable. It's, like, I like it now. It took me a while to get to it. Like, I just yeah, I just true. didn't like that he was, like, intentionally emo. <laughs> but then when you realize it, that it was just his, like, what he's going through at the time. And that, yeah. like, yeah. he released a few, he, he kept releasing songs where he's, like, in a different state. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I get it. He's really just talking about himself at that time. At the time, then he exactly. released Starboy. So, and he's like, even though his poppy songs like Starboy, the album or whatever, yeah. like those songs are still bangers. So I good. Love those yeah, songs. So good. yeah, and then he went back. Like since the situation where he broke up with uh, Bella Hadid, mm-hmm. he broke up with Selena, mm-hmm. and then you get My Dear Melancholy, where mm-hmm. he's just feeling like shit, and like I. Like, I, I can't, I wouldn't say I would relate, but I get that uh, at his uh, state right now, mm-hmm. that it's, and his emotions and how he puts all, together all these songs and melodies, that it works and it still sounds good, right? I agree. The, yeah, like, with the situation with Selena, like, he basically, he was a... Uh, a rebound to Bieber. Justin Bieber. Yeah. So, Are they back together? 
Oh, they're like on and off, right? Like yeah, Justin they're, they're and kind of like yeah, they're, there's there's like pictures of them hanging out and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think they ever confirmed that they were back together. I think they that relationship itself is just like bound to like return. Yeah. So like that. Because like the, childhood sweethearts, man. Yeah. So like it kind of treated like the weekend like as a rebound, yeah, as a rebound. He because like. And it shows on these six songs, man. On the al- like this album, he was like. Um, he was there to heal her from mm-hmm. her, like her broken relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they, she still as went soon back. as yeah yeah as she soon still as she went, went healed, back. To, went back yeah. yeah, and then like he was willing to give up his was his liver or kidney for her because she has yeah whatever she has. What's yeah. her disease again? The lupus. Yeah, she yeah, she has lupus. Yeah, lupus. So she needed surgery to. Whatever, yeah. whatever, liver or kidney, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. So he was willing to give it up to her, but then, I don't know. I guess they broke just up. Didn't work. It just didn't work out. So, like, you feel it throughout this album, like with wasted times. Obviously, yeah. That's an obvious mm-hmm. one where like he felt like there was a connection there, but it wasn't enough for to like go any further. So yeah. So what, do you like this kind of weekend better than what we've got for the Hell last yeah. two albums? Jericho, yeah? Yeah, dude. I just listened to Trilogy. Like, this is classic ago. weekend. Uh, I, like a, I like a mix of both. Like, I, I can't yeah. just go towards one type of style mm-hmm. of the weekend. Like, I like I like his catchy ones. I like his, his slower ones. Like, I don't know. I think he just makes just, just good, good music, good music in, general, in general, yeah. general. Yeah, I think so, he's versatile in that he yeah. can make both. I think his next album is going to be definitely And I, th- I don't think it's bad for him to kind of go... Get back? Yeah, like, go up and down with his music. Like, starts, start off, like, more emo and then yeah, yeah, go more it, uppy and then go back and down again. Like, I think at this point in his career, like, he can make whatever music he wants, whatever yeah. style he wants. And people are... He has that following already and that fan base that people mm-hmm. are going to listen anyways. No so, matter what. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think this is just like a sample. The six songs are just a sample to his bigger album coming yeah. up. Like even in the title, you think it's gonna be sad? Is it gonna be? I think it's gonna be a mix. It's gonna be a mix. Like he's gonna have s- sad songs, then he's gonna be like, "I'm working my way through this sadness, through this upbeat, whatever." Right. So that's why he's gonna hit you in Montreal again. Yeah. So like in the title it says, "My dear melancholy," then apostrophe. Mm-hmm. So there's a continuation on. Yeah, honestly, he's definitely writing the situations that he's been going through. So yeah. So uh, like, I'm gonna try to relate this to Drake a bit. So like, Drake started off kind of emo, slow and emo. Yeah. And then obviously transitioned to. And replacement girl came out. Yeah. So. And trigger. Yeah. So you transitioned to like happy. Uh, poppy mm-hmm. um, but I think he's true. one of the artists that's just can go up and down no matter what he does people will fuck yeah. with him so like I'm the type of the guy that like likes both just like I like the weekend both mm-hmm. but like obviously like when we were at Drake's concert people actually didn't like his like, yeah they don't like him they don't like singing Drake mm-hmm. they don't like singing Drake they don't like emo Drake they don't like so far gone. Mm-hmm. That's basically an emo-ish album. 
Yeah. Basically, it is. Yeah, it is. And you yeah. can, like, if you listen to all of Drake's stuff, it's, uh, it's definitely you can solid. see the evolution of his career from mm-hmm. singing soft, and then he's, like, heavy mainstream rap yeah. albums, too, right? Yeah, even their collaborations, right? The crew love? Yeah. So, yeah. I, like, that's why The weekend and Drake are in the stratosphere where they're in the greatness of today mm-hmm. because they can go both Unlike I guess rap. they make them more relatable and they ca- yeah they cater to everyone yeah kind of thing yeah so like guys like Big Sean and J. Cole where they have a lane just one they're stream. one thing yeah. right yeah like that, that's even what, like a, a song like uh, like Workout yeah it's still like fast beat upbeat right it's not like the amount of Kali. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it, if it's sad, like, the underlying factor the work of the song Workout. Yeah. It doesn't matter because the beat is upbeat. Yeah. It's a radio hit. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah. You, you'll, you'll hear that's, those at, like, the, or that song in the club. Yeah. Or Even though it has a sad underlying factor yeah. or whatever. So what does, like, make, what does it make, uh, what makes an artist, like, transcend, like, the genre make him a came? star like guys like Drake guys like The Weeknd guys like Cardi mm-hmm. they trans transcend like they're like origins they're in a bigger scale than guys like Big Sean or J. Cole I think versatility yeah yeah right That's it's versatility and just and that's with anything and it's charisma right Charisma versus same thing versatility. Yeah, they can yeah. do whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You put them in whatever situation, they'll just strive no matter what. Yeah, and that's true for everything. I think. Yeah, even them featuring like them as featuring artists, like yeah, yeah. they have hot hot songs. Too. Like like yeah. look alive. I've never known who Block Boy was. Yeah, yeah. and then Block yeah, or even Versace. Like yeah. he pretty much brought the Migos, Migos to the yeah. mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's riding a wave, right? Yeah. So it's the, that's just a lyric, bro. Is <laughs> it's literal and figurative. Ride a wave, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like, uh, so what would you rate this album if you were? Uh, I'm going five, five gintos, man. I love. You're it. five. I love sad gint. So sad ginto. <laughs> I love so sad weekend, man. It's my shit. I'm gonna do it for. Just because, like, I don't know if I can give anything five for an album. Yeah, well, like, I also like the word. <laughs> yeah, I would have to like each. I have to like this the album like top to bottom for it to be a five. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd give it a four, probably because there was only six songs, so it goes by fast. Yeah, and still we just kind of the same. Yeah, kind of the same flow. Five. Listen to that dear melancholy. It was awesome. Yeah, just listen to that. Um, Especially but, for those of you that, that don't know, like Trilogy or House of Balloons, anything yeah. like that, Weekend, the, the weekend before like Starboy or whatever, yeah. definitely awesome. Yeah, I like the Call Out, My, Call Out My Name and Wasted Times. Those are my two favorite out of the six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just like, good. I don't know. This guy's just awesome. Like, I don't this is good. Very, very marketable, yeah. relatable guy. I just wish he'd grow his hair back. You like his hair that way? Yeah, dude. It's just like different. No, it's Alfred Payton's now. 
the guy from the guy he's in well he used to be in Orlando Magic yeah. but now he's in Phoenix Suns that's his hair oh. Alfred Payton it's Alfred Payton's now. I don't know like, I like his hair now it's more like suitable I don't know for it's, this time I don't know he's like yeah he looks more uh, professional, professional. Yes. yeah yeah Whatever. It's the evolution of the weekend. Fine. His versatility. I get it. Much to like old shit. Old weekend's the best weekend. You did, oh, you're one of those guys? Yeah, I'm, I'm in the middle. Yeah, I'm in the middle. I like both. I like both. I can't, choo- I can't choose one like style. I can't choose one style. Okay, good. So you like I like Starboy, but... So you I, like all the weekends. I like riding the wave, I Jericho. I, I do. I get it. I do. I like, <laughs> I like riding the wave. I like weekend as an artist in general. But I definitely have a soft spot for <laughs> Mr. Melancholy himself. Yeah. Okay, when I first heard this album, and this is called My Dear Melancholy, I thought of Jericho right away. Because he made he has a shirt that has, what, just melancholy? Yeah, it just says melancholy. What, why do you feel melancholy all the time, Jericho? I don't know, it's just like, it's like a wave of, of sadness. Why do you feel sad? But I'm not sad, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Like, there's a hint of sadness. Please in... explain it for us. I don't know how to explain it, man. Like, like I'm very blessed as a person. Okay. Like people. Yeah. Family. Friends. Uh, friends, opportunities. That I, that this been... podcast. This podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Just, like, very, very blessed as a person. But I just almost feel like a, a hint of sadness. Like, it... always li- lingering. But as a person, I'm not sad. I, I don't have the right Wait, to be sad. Is the melancholy just that, like, even though you have this, like, greatness around you, mm. you're, you have, like, friends, you This have is a hint family. of sadness in your life. Well, let me get to it. Well, you have a family, <laughs> you have fun, but mm. then it's like, there's this missing part of you that's like, it's not there's a void there and that that's needs where to be filled and yeah. that's where the melancholy man I was just gonna say that I was like is there something missing that is there, not being there will always right be now? something missing I, I know you guys are hinting it's like love yeah, yeah. it is okay <laughs> I guess yeah. so. I, I, and I get that companionship at the same time in this day and age of like fast paced dating is like tinder whatever snapchat it's just tough but then I I, I don't uh, yeah, I mean, the easiest thing to say is love is missing in my life or whatever. Well, I can agree with you. I just don't, like, show it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then at the same time, I think that melancholy, it doesn't mean that you're suffering in your life yeah, it just because of like the lack feel... of this one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying this, there's a hint of sadness. Yeah, I agree with that. I think but we, it, we can all relate. I think we all can, can all relate, right? I think everyone has a... A hint of sadness. A hint of sadness that they feel. Yeah. Something missing, right? Yeah. And it's hard for people to, like, either accept and... Or admit. And verbalize, yeah. Admit yeah, I don't that. give a fuck, though, so... <laughs> Would you say? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's just like when people say, like, oh, I'm happy right now. But then it's like, mm. are you really that happy? Like, I, I would rather much say that there is a void in my life that needs to be filled. Yeah, and say that. that I'm fucking always happy all the time, which I'm not. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Like, not every... It's true. Yeah. Even though you're surrounded by a lot of And people. even if you, you want to take like, a positive spin to it, yeah, yeah. you should always be striving I... for something better. Yeah. Like, you want that person to be, like, not around you all the time, but, like, you know they're there, like... Yeah, which is nice. Specifically for you or with each other. Mm. Right? 
And it's like... And it goes on to, to my, my whole, like, you have to be your own person anyways. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I agree with that. Like, even, like, I don't verbalize or show that, like, I'm whatever sad or mm-hmm. I have melancholy. It's like, like, as a single person, you're like, obviously, you're single. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not with another person. And that's obviously a void that you want to fill. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. I don't think people. Even if you don't want, even if you don't admit it, like, yeah. Because you want to it, or like, to someone. But I, th- I don't think we should uh, be specific in the fact that melancholy is just because you're single. It could be the absence of like purpose in life or anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. Yeah. Like for us, we can relate to, like being single, being single. and being yeah. and without there's a, a void. partner. Yes, that's a void. Mm-hmm. And then there's obviously. Career. If somebody doesn't like, I know, I I know my my purpose. I've I've known that, realized that in the past like two years, right? Yeah, that's not more. That's that's super clear to me now. My purpose in this lifetime. What's it? What is it then? I don't know. It's kind of like showing that you don't have to always fit a mold. That's, I feel like I'm I'm a type of person that kind of breaks social norm. You are definitely that person. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I 100% agree yeah. with that yeah. person. Like, everything conventional or, like, what you learn, mm-hmm. you do not fit that. Yeah. <laughs> and you're okay with that? I'm okay with that. Okay. So. Did you... So, like, when people say, like, this is proven or scientifically based, you're like, nah. I do this. Not all the time? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but obviously you guys know I. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not regular, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. You're not like when we predict what people should do, mm-hmm. and like how people react. You just show a different lane. I'm like, oh, okay, this is just Jericho. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you have your own way of. Uh, doing and I, I think there there are times where I I do have to fit a certain, like mold. I have to do act a certain way. Yeah, but yeah. for the most part, I definitely don't. So, yeah, and I mean that's a good too, right? Like as long mm-hmm. as yeah, yeah, like you're not doing you're anything wrong. Individuality, you have your own. Yeah, yeah. So like I agree with. You're, I think you're in, your the, own in that sense, I do yeah. find like a way to like reach people with my how different I am. So. So yeah, that's like, like you don't care like. You don't want to play a part where it's like you, you're not 100% you. I think in, in instances that if we're talking about like me in general, I, I feel like I'm such a versatile human. <laughs> 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 so I don't know. I, I think of myself like I can adapt to any situation. And you put me in anything, I'll adapt. So you like, I don't know. Let's say, uh, well, I don't want to. Sp- Let's talk about everybody in the yeah. room. Let's not just point out Jericho. I guess, like, for me, it's like, let's say you're going out for, like, the dating scene. It's yeah. like, uh, you want to play this part. You want to, like, hey, I'm going to pay for this meal. I'm going to act this kind of way. I don't mm-hmm. want to be, like, a douchebag or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you, So, like, you don't want to play that kind of part. You don't want to be conventional like that, where you should be like doing this. 
to act like a traditional or whatever kind of guy? Like, going on dates-wise? Well, yeah, for that example. Like, I mean, in that situation, that situation. I mean, if I go out with any girl, I'll, I'll pay. Just because... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you, you got to that stage with me, that I, I want to go out with you, then you definitely deserve a free meal. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, I I, I like think I would still go out with anyone. Like, obviously, there have to, has to be, like, a mutual understanding between my personality and your personality. Yeah. And if you pass that test, I don't give a fuck about money. So, are you, what kind of test do you lay out for these kind of people? <laughs> I don't know. Like, my... How do I explain this? <laughs> my personality has to mess with your personality. And if you pass that test, <laughs> we'll call it real, being real, or being yourself, or if I sense that you're not being yourself, or whatever. And if you are, if you make it to that stage that I would want to share a meal with you, which I think is super important, sharing a meal with somebody, you don't have to pay. Is it hard sharing a meal with someone when you're a vegan? Going out, yes, it's tough. Yeah. So have you experienced a lot of that recently? Um, yes and no. Yes, because I don't like to push veganism on people, even though I talk a lot of shit. Or or can you compromise and be like, we can go to this restaurant where there Honestly, are vegan there's, options? There's definitely a lot of restaurants now yeah. that yeah. offer you with vegan options, yeah. so it's, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, even if you go to McDonald's, you can have fries. Well, you and definitely pie. You definitely tell them you're like, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm vegan, so <laughs> yeah, like we'll have to find a restaurant where we can both eat that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, even if when when we get together for the, I I think it's harder with like your friends. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, if they're not, then you'd want to cater to them too. And I feel like I, that's that's the hardest part about me going out with friends. Well, especially us, so like our friends and like. Let's say like the the fitness whatever industry. You're, these guys are always eating fucking meat. Like even me, like I don't eat I don't eat meat either. I just well I'm basically plant based and I don't eat uh the carcasses of animals. Yeah, the carcasses <laughs> of animals is murder. Yeah, so like obviously there's vegan options like it's there's hard. tons honestly yo there's tons yeah. man there's tons of restaurants you can go to. Yeah, but it gets kind of like, hey, I don't want to eat fries today. <laughs> you know what I mean? It always comes. But up then again, it the- comes back to the, hey, like, who are you going out with? Yeah. Who are you gonna be with? Right. And then if I didn't want to be in this situation, obviously I'll pre-plan this. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, is that a topic you bring up right away? It's like. Be- yeah, being vegan. Being vegan. Yeah. Just to like set set the mood. Yeah. Set the mood, set the stage, kind of like, where, where should we should we eat? Is there any options? Is my options lettuce? You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, especially, like, in restaurants where you do go out on, like, uh, not a, let's not say day, like, but, like, get-togethers, they have options anyway. It's not like fucking fast food McDonald's and shit. Right? Mm. They have limited options. But shout out McDonald's. They're Apple Pie vegan. Yeah, well, I'm not just to eat an apple pie. Why not? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna fucking eat like. I actually don't know if uh, McDonald's have, have 
Veganburgers. Veganburgers coming out soon. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. If it's two bucks every day. <laughs> I agree. If it has a good enough macros, I'll fucking eat it. Yeah. Most likely not, but. <laughs> well, it's like 20 cents. <laughs> For the buns. For the That's buns. a lot of carbs in vegan stuff. That's true, but it's a little different though. And high calories. Yeah. But yeah, uh, let's. Any like newsworthy stuff coming out? Well, we had this like YouTube shooting girl that came out this weekend, this week. So basically, she shot up the YouTube headquarters. Yeah, she shot up the YouTube headquarters and. Uh, Two? Well, who is she? She shot, uh, like, three people got injured, right? Or yeah. did one person die? Or was it just three people got injured? three people got injured. Oh, okay. So basically, you know how in YouTube they demonetize users because the, you have to have a certain ads. amount of viewers uh, in order to get ads. Partner. Like a partner, yeah. Monitors, yeah. Monetization. Mm. So this girl, like, she lost some money because of this new, like, policy with mm-hmm. YouTube. So she heads down to YouTube and starts shooting whatever YouTube up, right? Mm. So that's fucked. Weren't they blocking her videos as well? That's yeah, because she's a lot of she's a lot of like crazy political stuff. But then mm. people are a fan of that stuff, especially I think she's just like, like views, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Who is this girl? I don't know. I'm not gonna say she's Middle Eastern, but she looks Middle Eastern. Oh, uh-huh, so it's even more. Yeah, she's yeah, like yeah, in her like late thirties too, right? Yeah, yeah. So like. She shot up YouTube and she blocked some of her videos because they were a little outlandish. Mm, it was yeah. like more politically whatever. Curtain. So where does that come to like, what can you release on YouTube now? Since like stuff like Jake Paul, you know, you hear about Jake yeah, Paul? Yeah, mm. I think everything is... I don't with, like those guys. With though, society, man. it's super, it's pretty sensitive society. Yeah. What did Jake Paul do? So Jake Paul, his first controversy was that he went to Japan and... That's Logan Paul, man. Oh, it's Logan Paul. Oh, that's the brother. Jake Paul's the brother. Yeah. Okay, Logan Paul, I mean. Wasn't he there, too, terrible. though? The brother was, was there, there, too. Yeah, yeah, he was. So, the fucking Paul brothers. Whatever. Whatever. We can correct ourselves on here, okay? Yeah. Anyways, they go to Japan, or and then they go to the suicide forest. Mm-hmm. And they film a guy and they film a, just yeah, killed himself. And that just killed himself. And they film, like, his legs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they, they make fun of it. And they were they were laughing, right? Or they were like snickering they were laughing. at first. Yeah. Oh, but they didn't. When I saw the video, what I didn't I, get a chance to see the video. Yeah, I, I felt that it. like they were it. in the moment. We're like, oh my god, like huh? what the fuck just happened? Like that kind in of shock, yeah. in shock, kind of laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I don't like is what they did before that video. Yeah, yeah they like did the fucking Pokemon. Of, shit. Yeah, Pokemon shit, yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. shit on cars. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just doing... Like, I'll be pissed if someone threw something in my car. Yeah, Asian stereotype kind of shit. So, like, that's where she lost a bunch of sponsors or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he's popular again. Honestly, when you have a following on YouTube or whatever, your social media bases, they'll come to your rescue, man. Yeah, that's how just, like, people in this, like, age, like, the younger kids, they, like, like that kind of, like, bullshit like no like nonsense stuff yeah yeah they kind of just ride or die so he lost a bunch of sponsors and that they shut down his like yeah for like his advertisers for a bit and then he came back like tasing dead rats yeah 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 yeah, i heard about that it's all g again 
the fuck? You're like fucking up with like dead animals? Like, that's fucked up. He's terrible. It's still getting it's millions it's of views million still. Views, yeah, right? it's just like, what do people watch these days? Like, you're giving these people like. Mind you, like. As long as it's you, entertainment, people are just gonna watch, and he has a following. It's like uh, yeah, I don't know. Tough. I don't know what, how I feel about that. <laughs> but yeah, since that happened, YouTube like put a policy where like you have to get this amount of viewers in order to get these advertisements be monetized and it. get monetized for it. So yeah, this girl shot up YouTube for it. So, she in jail now? No, she killed herself. She killed herself. Are you fucking serious? Well, yeah, like well, you're gonna go to jail and experience whatever or you just end it yeah yeah well, i think yeah That's most, sad, most of those shooters end up doing that i don't know they're just like anyways uh, mm. i don't know people just feel sad to what i don't know it's hard to like with this type of age or like you feel extremely about this some this way mm. or extremely about the other side and it's hard to just stay in the middle you know what i mean you're either really extreme or not or in both to, ma- to matter is what you're saying yeah like I don't know like especially when you're in the YouTube space or your entertainment you have to take the stand against with a side or the other yeah. I don't know it's kind of hard I get it yeah sucks but I get it and there's like another news item like Facebook they scan over everybody's messages just to point out um just uh like alarming like text or wording Mm -hmm. so like let's say you talk about bombs and like uh facebook messenger it's like a red flag for that oh Oh, just to like prevent or something yeah it's a way to prevent like Uh, you think that's okay i think that's okay you can do that i think it's okay like that but they scan like Everybody's messages. everybody's messages to find. Well, what if, like, in terms of context, like, are these still there? Like, even if you just say that word, but it's not in that kind of context. Yeah, so, like, it's like you're the bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they're gonna scan stuff like that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you have to, though, this day and age. Yeah. yeah. You never know what mm-hmm. the intention is, right? Yeah, that goes back to. Even if it that can be like a code. A code, for yeah, something. talking code, yeah. yeah. Right. And, like, like so obviously some people fail type of way that's why they keep losing shares and then, mm-hmm. yeah. so like that goes back to our last week conversation about Facebook where they sell your data yeah. they sell your data and like they s- told people that they don't look at video chats or whatever but mm-hmm. like, like are we gonna believe you yeah how do you, how do you know like, how do you know like of course you're gonna the whole FBI to... thing watching all the time yeah and like I don't know. I don't. Uh, I I don't really care either way because I know I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you think it's just a little people a little too into having privacy like that, even though there really isn't to begin with? I think it's once you say the words steal. Yeah. And the words. It's just a trigger uh, word. Um, invasion of privacy. You already have a, Cardi B. You already have. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I honestly think that's also a marketing play right there. Yeah, because everyone's watching, right? Mm. Yeah, just like if people know the fact that they're being watched, like they're gonna care. They're gonna care. And if especially if you try to take away something from them, yeah, like, i.e. your yeah. data, 
as or your messages, they're gonna care. Yeah, just like having now you're now, now now you're just attacking them them yeah. directly. Yeah, you don't feel secure anymore. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get into this uh, this ending conversation. A little quick one. Um, I really I talked about these guys about like the purge concept mm-hmm. about anarchy and that if it, no one knows like the purge movies there's like four of them now three have been the release uh the purge is basically based on a day where everything's legal where killing's legal rape's legal stealing's legal um whatever illegal stuff you thought about it's legal for that pers- just for 12 day. day is it 12 hours Whatever, twelve hours. I don't know. What whatever. I think, period it's, is. I think it was twelve hours. If it's twelve hours, yeah. 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 So that got into conversation. I was like, if that were actually to happen, would people actually do it? The thing is that people sometimes a lot of talk. Yeah. So like, I think if, I think if the the purge actually happened in real life, I think a lot of people would just hide. You think a lot of people would just hide? Yeah. I think a lot of people get their aggression out. You think so? Yeah, I think it would follow the concepts of the movies and the situations of the movies. Yeah, maybe, but personally, I I think people would talk a lot, so. I think if they have those, if there's, um, yeah, I think there's those, those restrictions were lifted, I think there would be, yeah, people that would try to, um, get their direct, uh, aggression towards someone they don't like or. Yeah, do a bunch of like stuff that is not illegal anymore. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's tons of people in the world, man. I think people would take advantage of that opportunity. Yeah, because you can basically steal to get money. Yeah, you can steal property. And kill. You can kill. But then, just like in the first movie too, there's also that neighborhood where like half of them are just like have that crazy over uh top of the line security system like a bunker almost and just yeah hide. and just hide for that 12 hours well, what about this i think i think just to keep as, themselves as, safe as, as, a, that as a people as the human race yeah we're gonna you're gonna have like a, a like a difference in opinion a difference in priority yeah so let's agree that this is gonna be different everybody's gonna have different perspectives everybody's gonna have different ambitions into yeah. a lawless land yeah so it's just going to be different De- depending on the, the the people or the person that you are i think that's going to reflect on what you're going to do if a purge will happen yeah yeah and it's also based on like like you said personality and their status right mm-hmm. so like let's say a broke person on the shoe doesn't have a house mm-hmm. and it's the purge they're not going to just pray. stay there yeah or they're gonna go. Or doesn't have money. Or they're gonna hunt down and get some. Mm. Yeah. I think they're gonna out and go out and get some, right? But don't you think that if they were in that position in the first place, that they're not very ambitious people? I don't know. I think people get into situations where like they get fucked over. Let's say they lose their job mm. and then they can't. Okay, so let's say that a homeless person, yeah, has the same that has this view of the world that he wants to change his world, but. Say there's a millionaire with lots of guns, and so the homeless person, and they have the same kind of mentality. Yeah. Don't you think the privilege is gonna win? 
If the homeless person has nothing already? Yeah, but they, I don't know if they're going to win or not. They can also fight back and find ways to... Or say, like I said, you already set the setting of a privileged person. Yeah. So say he has a sniper rifle. Yeah, but you're going to be good with a sniper rifle? I mean, damn, there's a scope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think everybody who has a gun can shoot a gun right good. I guess. <laughs> like, if you give me a fucking gun, I don't know if I could shoot, shoot someone somebody, dead. Yeah. Well, if it's during that purge period, is he just yeah. going to be waiting out for people coming to his yard, yeah. trying to rob him, and then he's just going to be, like, shooting people? Is that... But yeah, like in the is movies, the there were scenarios of that. Right? Or is he? Or is that millionaire just gonna hide out? Mm. But then he has all this um, weapons and ammunition. Just, just to see if someone's just gonna to come see if, to him. If yeah, so he actually has backup or a way to defend himself. Yeah, I think when you're getting come. threatened by even like yeah. some homeless person like knocking on your door, you're gonna you're gonna do something, you know? At least neutralize his attack. Yeah, but the idea is like. I guess it's all like, situational. Yeah, it's very, very situational. Yeah, situation. with, with each individual, what their intention is, um, how they're going to take advantage. Moral compass. How they're going to take advantage. Yeah. But a lot of moral approach, compasses yeah. and personalities based on the rules around you, right? True. Holy shit, you're very right. Like, because, like, how I'm acting here in Canada is not how I'm going to act in fucking South Africa or South America. True. You know what I mean? It's all just uh, relevance mm. to that situation that part of the world so but you Connor wishes it was anarchy <laughs> he definitely acted anarchist yeah, though, yeah. that time yeah but yeah just like like I've both seen all the movies like they go through a lot of scenarios where like oh that makes sense if it was the purge they would have that scenario right like they went through the rich people in the houses in the first movie where like they should we let this person in because he's struggling or we should leave him out because it's the purge and we shouldn't uh have people in this house other than my family and then they go through like the mindset like if we destroy all the shit will we have insurance for our lives or insurance afterwards afterwards but yeah some people couldn't afford insurance and then that's why they don't partake in the purge. Mm. Is that in the second one? That's in the third one, I think. Oh. Yeah. What's the second one, then? Uh, like, what's the gist of the second one? Well, it's... Um, that one's anarchy, right? Yeah, so the guy goes around saving a bunch of people in his truck. And then they go through that scenario. And then they find a bunch of rich people at the end. That just gather a bunch of people just to watch them get killed. It's a bunch of rich people paying other people to murder people. To murder people. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Watch yeah. So like yeah, like there goes insurance and whatever. And like, when I think about it in the real world, I think it's kind of possible to do that kind of thing here. Because, in the world we live now. There's a lot of rules, and there's, like, people take a lot of stands on whatever side they want to be on. Mm. And it's hard to... People are divided purposely, and they want people divided. 
So like people are either democratic or liberal or left or right, mm. and that's I don't think like the purge isn't um, like a scent of it is impossible now, but it could lead to that way if you put the right obviously like parameters. But it's just hard, just like living in a a world that just like it's people divide you in segments no matter what and then there's arguments like you shouldn't have divide but then then there is anyway mm. like people want to be labeled a certain way mm. for status or, or status or whatever and it's like isn't the whole point that you just want to be one people so why are we doing this kind of thing so yeah that's what kind of pointed me to talk about the purges like like is what people believe in um it, it is it really that important or should we just like accept everybody for how they are i think that i ultimately that's like what we're trying to accomplish here yeah. how to coexist without that big divide yeah that's why it's like whenever i think about the real world right now it's like do you want us all as you want us to be inclusive mm-hmm. or do you want us to be separate Big segregation, right? So. Yeah, because it's like I feel like there's both going on, but then what are we really accomplishing? It just but then you got to think about like which countries are doing this or like yeah. Well, obviously we live in North America, where this is the first world, so it's prevalent like that. Yeah. And in other worlds, they don't. They just like they don't have an option. Mm. And yeah. It's just... So I think at the end of the day, it's a super situation. <laughs> It's super it definitely is, yeah. For each country. Um, First yeah. world, third world, second world, right? Yeah, yeah, they're all living in a different situation where it's like... Where there is a lot of violence Like, there. say, if the purge did happen in, in, like, a third world country versus a first world country... Yeah, uh, I'd say that the higher percentage would be in a third world country, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or even nothing will happen. Because everybody's understanding. It's third world. Exactly, it's like... Like, what's the point? I personally think that the most war is going to become the first world. Yeah. Because a lot more people feel entitled to their opinions. Exactly. Like, even us discussing this it's right now. It's almost like the simple life versus not. Yeah. And I, that's why I think that was a good thing to talk about. It's like, we don't normally talk about this kind of, like, whatever side we're talking about right now, political or whatever. It's like how people understand each other. And, like, really, we should just be inclusive and... Uh, well, in a perfect world, right? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah I don't think it's ever going to change, but that's always the main goal, but... Yeah. That's, like, yeah. For me, for me I think it's just kind of just wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, perfect world kind of scenario, yeah. but... There's always going to be government, there's always an election, there's always going to be a two-side or different parties, mm-hmm. and they're always that's how they label everyone in each yeah it's kind of sad but it's yeah, the reality it's reality yeah yeah I get it like yeah but anyways do you guys have any other news or stuff to talk about anything I think oh oh yeah, right. oh, yeah. Uh, I guess the black china <laughs> situation <laughs> you want to talk black china I actually do 
Uh, what happened with Black China? Okay, so they were at a, a music park, and I guess um, Black China was with her nanny. Yeah. And she was strolling her her child, and then someone came up to the, grab the kid's hand. Well, kid came up to the nanny with the child and stro- a stroller, and kind of touched the kid, yeah. or like said hi or like try to touch the kid, and then Black China kind of got on the belligerent yeah she got offended by that and she like told her like kind of like don't touch my kid and then she almost got to like a scuffle with this chick uh so yeah and then obviously it was caught in video it went all over social media so i guess the question is like i guess it's it would be hypothetical for us since we don't have kids is uh if that happens this year would you want uh No, would you want, uh, or like, I guess, if a stranger touched your kid, would you guys react that way? Like, was she, was she right for reacting that way, or was she not? Like, super aggressive when someone touched your kid? Yeah, and like, be kind of threatening, and like, kind of, like, try to throw hands, or stuff? Yeah, well, when we're put in the scenario where, like, we're popular, like, Cardi, not Cardi, like, Black China, and, like, you're a celebrity, and people, like, people will go grab your kid, obviously, you're gonna feel some type of way about that, Mm. because, like, yeah, I get I'm famous, but, like, it doesn't make you... Like, Like my my kids, like, a free fucking pass to touch my kid. You can say, or talk to me about stuff but like not when it comes to family mm. yeah i think she was right in that because you're trying to protect the kid right you, you're not supposed to touch like i mean you can try to touch me right but you can try to touch me and i can like react that way but then yeah. this innocent child is not part of what i'm doing right now mm-hmm. like part of like my persona or my life well no no i think the like you know how like strangers come up to your kid they're like oh this kid's cute and then they kind of like be kind of playful and kind of thing. I think that was that, the other girl's. Happened? Yeah, I think that was the other girl's scenario. Like she saw the nanny's like, oh, this. I think. Yeah, but not when you're. This famous, kid was. Cute. Well, I don't think. Well, I she, Black China wasn't around when the nanny and kid was there, oh. so she didn't know oh, that Black China that was Black China's kid. Oh, okay. She's well, kind of just different. saying that's just well, like well, a everyday kid. Now it changes the situation. I think that's different. Though. Yeah, because like when you you know that person's a celebrity, it's a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I think that was this. That was the scenario. I think that's what. But did um, they actually throw hands? Like what? I, well, she threw a stroller at the. Yeah, she tried throwing a stroller at the kid, but I think her boyfriend stopped, stopped her from, or like took the stroller away from her. Yeah. When she was about to throw it to that that chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, bro. But yeah, it's a different when you're a celebrity, though, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, but I don't think she. Well, what this girl was saying when she was interviewed, she's like, "Yeah, I didn't know that was Black China's kid." Okay. I thought yeah, it was just yeah. a. Just a normal cute kid. Yeah, normal cute kid. And, yeah, like... <coughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's different then. Because, like, when you're just a normal person just walking around and someone yeah, thinks you're cute. Kid, yeah. yeah, it's a little different. But then when you're a celebrity, you're in defensive anyway. Always defensive. True, yeah, because you gotta... Since you're a celebrity, you gotta be protecting your kids at all Even times. Even more. Yeah, exactly. Because Cause you never know what the that stranger intention is. Like, exactly. It could be... They just want Good to sell or bad. Or yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, I get it. I get that Cardi reacted that way. That. Uh, yeah, I understand that. 
Well, yeah, I get it in that sense, but I I kind of understand from the other girl's side, like, she didn't know that was Black China's kid, so... It's just not a good situation. Yeah, it's yeah. not good, because, like, it's not a good situation. when you're talking to, like, uh, normal people, like, and then you just, like, hey, you have a QK, be like, oh, uh, thanks, and whatever, usually that's the case, but sometimes people are really protected, but then... When you're a celebrity, you have to be protected like that because there's other intentions more than just like, hey, this is a cute kid. Yeah. Well, if they knew that's their Right. In their her situation, kid. she didn't know. So yeah. I think like it's just like a messed up situation to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah. I think I think they acted accordingly. Mm-hmm. I think it just becomes such a different story when you're popular. Yeah. It's a totally different story. Yeah, I guess you're just in a different... Uh... Mindset where you because yeah, like you, when you're you know, celebrity, you, you're used to getting stalked. You're used to getting your yeah, yeah, like paparazzi's everywhere. Everyone's trying to get in your business. Yeah, invasion of privacy. Invasion of privacy. Is that our, Cardi? Is that our title? Yeah, that's or like, is that copyright? That's I thought it was versatility. Title. Was like a word that we use a lot. <laughs> yeah, thought we use situational. Yeah, <laughs> those kind of words. I I think just in the yeah, situation was more in like. Uh, the Persian, I guess this, this. New so, what story. do you want to call this episode? We'll 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 uh, we'll just think of it when we post it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I guess that's the end of the podcast right now. So let's get into some plugs. Jericho Belmonte, what do you want to plug today? I would like to plug my Twitter because I need that? more followers at Jericho Belmonte and and. If you guys need training, maybe you should approach TZT. Yeah, so like follow Team Developmental on, on Instagram. Instagram and let me know. Inquire about Jericho's programming because he's willing and able to do your programming and your nutrition if you want. Yeah. And he's very good. You guys just don't know it. Fuck these other trainers. It's TBH, but. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't say that, man. I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it every week if I have to. You guys don't know what you're talking about. Everyone competes and they look like shit. But, yeah. Go ahead. Plug your Kendall if you have anything. Kendall's private. Yeah, what if private, you follow so. Kendall's private. He's If you want to add him, What if you have a luck? cute profile picture? <laughs> yeah. So, let's yeah. Uh, let's get into my plugs. Um, let me go read off this shit. Do, 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 do. Plug, plug, plug. Where's my shit? Sorry. Okay, I got it. Instagram, Keeping Up With The Car. Snapchat, Car Retray. Facebook, Car Ginto. If you want to listen to our other episodes, like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, we're on iTunes, YouTube, CastBox, Google Play, Spotify. And if you have your favorite uh, podcast app, uh, you can just plug in our RSS feed at gintobros.podbean.com slash feed. And this is the Ginta Bros Podcast. We'll have more episodes for you every week. We have a lot of plans. We're cooking up guests. And thank you. Goodbye. What a ticket wrist. <laughs>